Hello everyone and welcome back to Young Finances. It is here that you will learn the ins and outs about the world of finances. This way you will be able to impress all of your friends and family with the knowledge you are obtaining. I'm your host and creator, Anthony Iwin. Is that a Mustang? Of course not. It is my first vehicle on this episode. I'm going to talk about owning a vehicle, what to look for, and more. So, buckle up and hang on. This is the beginner's guide for all you future car owners out there. When I think about owning a vehicle for the first time, I think back to all the ones I have owned in the past. It is crazy to think about how many I've gone through And it's just recently that I've really been putting some thought into it. So I figured I would share my thought process with you all. Right now, my fiance is currently looking at purchasing a new vehicle. The first thing we thought about was what we were actually going to look for in a new vehicle. So we sat down and we made a list. I want a larger vehicle that is able to fit my future family in it. Being very realistic, I also want it to be four-wheel drive as we live in an area that often gets a lot of snow and ice. Her current vehicle often gets stuck in our driveway. Yes, our driveway. The next thing is that we need a vehicle that has amazing gas mileage as we have to drive about 40 minutes to work every day. And believe me, gas purchases can really put a hurt on your savings and investment goals. Those are the three big things that most people consider when purchasing a vehicle. Right now, there is actually another thing to consider. With how technology is advancing, more than ever, people have the option whether or not they want a gas, hybrid, or an electric. For those of you that aren't familiar with a hybrid, it is just a vehicle that has a battery and uses gas. When the car drives and brakes, it slowly charges the battery to allow you to get better gas mileage. Now that we have our list, it is time to make a decision. Anyone out there who knows anything about vehicles and mechanics behind them are probably thinking there's no way you can have a large vehicle and also get great mileage. And you'd be 100% correct. So now it is time that we weigh our options with what we desire most and let the search begin. My fiance's family often buys Toyotas, whereas I grew up in a Dodge family. So we have to find a few vehicles that fit our current requirements. After doing some research, that list included the Toyota 4Runner, Highlander, and the RAV4, as well as the Dodge Durango, just to make myself happy. Now it is time to go out and check reviews, pricings, as well as any promos they have going on. After that was all said and done, we ended up going with the Toyota RAV4, and here is why. And no, it is not because that is what my fiancé really wanted. First, it does have a four-wheel drive, which again is very important for us. The second thing is it's a mid-size SUV, meaning it's definitely larger than a car, but not large enough which it drastically will decrease our gas mileage. And third, it ranges between 30 to 36 miles per gallon highway driving, which is where most of our driving currently is taking place. Our three requirements have been met. Now, are we going to buy a new or a used vehicle? This is often a large debate among consumers. Let's discuss some pros and cons of both and let you decide which you prefer. I'm not going to even discuss on this podcast about leasing a vehicle as it definitely results in losing more money in the long run due to mileage caps, no equity, fees, as well as hidden expenses. Now, if you have found a way to make leasing work, great. 
However, for those of you who are looking for financial freedom, I personally do not recommend this option. Now, pros and cons of both buying a new or a used vehicle. New. Pros. Possible tax credits. Sometimes, depending on what is going on in the current economy, there might be some tax credits if you buy a new vehicle with certain parameters. For for example, right now if you buy an electric vehicle, there are tax credits for those. The second pro are warranties. When you go out and buy a new vehicle, they often have a warranty for anything that goes wrong within a couple years. Being brand new, they assume nothing is going to go wrong with it within those years, so they feel safe offering those warranties. The next one is keeping up with the newest trends. Now we all know you have some people out there that you've only met once that you got to go ahead and impress. The next pro is going to be newest features. These include both safety features as well as technology features. I remember all the way back when backup cameras first were introduced, and I thought that was actually the coolest thing ever, as you were able to keep yourself safe while looking behind you. The next pro is low mileage. Everyone likes to see those low mileage on their speedometers. And last, but definitely not least, as it is definitely a big one, is that new car smell. Oh yeah. Now, on to some cons. You have that hefty, hefty monthly payments. Vehicle payments nowadays are very close to those of a house payment, ranging anywhere from $350 all the way up to around $800, depending on how expensive the vehicle is that you are buying. Now, it is funny that a used vehicle is almost the opposite for all the pros and cons of a new vehicle. For example, if you purchased a used vehicle, you are most likely able to get into it with a low cost up front or maybe even to pay it off in full so that you do not have any monthly car payments. However, your maintenance on your car, as well as the lack of a warranty, can quickly add up. So now it is up to you to decide which is the most important for you. Me, personally, I view a vehicle as a liability. I know that not everyone out there agrees with me on this. However, for something to not be a liability, it has to have the ability to generate income. I know there are a lot of people out there that argue for this, such as, I use my vehicle for work. Yes, but could you use the used vehicle just as easily? For this, I like to find the sweet spot. I aim for about three to five year old vehicle when buying one, depending on which year has the best review. This way I'm able to get the best of both worlds. Lower mileages with a somewhat better of a reliability since the vehicle isn't still good shape. For those of you that are upset right now and maybe raging a little bit saying that, hey, your vehicle is an investment, I have saved the best for the end. Vehicles are proven to lose their equity the fastest. Here's a nice statistics for you. As soon as you drive a vehicle off the lot, it loses 11% of its value. After one year, the value decreases by 25%. After three years, its values dropped 46%. After five years, its values dropped 63% in total. Now, being a math guy, you can see I would rather have someone else lose 50% of their investment and not me. Again, though, you have to make the best choice for you and your financial future. If you have the money or our vehicles make you happy and they are your guilty pleasure, then by all means, go out and do what makes you happy. My opinion is to buy used and throw a new car smelly thing in there to get that new car smell. All said and done, I am looking to purchase a 2018 Toyota VA4A, if you know anyone who's selling one.
This has been another bite-sized episode of Young Finances, where I give you the tools and resources to better prepare for what life throws your way. If you enjoyed this episode or any others, please consider giving it a five-star rating and review.